Hi guys, happy Wednesday. Welcome to this edition of Water, Wind, Wine Ministries. Today we're going to talk about how to get the inheritance that God has promised other people to them. You know, Joshua 1 has been so influential in my life. And one thing that I do all the time is I quote Joshua 1 to myself. Basically, I want to have good success, so I meditate on the word of the Lord. If you know anything about the book of Joshua, that's the verse that you always quote. But when I was asking the Lord what he wanted me to share with you guys today, he told me Joshua 1 eight and nine, and then I started reading the whole chapter, and I realized that God wanted me to share the entire chapter of Joshua 1. So I think this is gonna take about three sessions, and what we're gonna discuss is beyond what good success is, but we're also gonna discuss what Joshua is dealing with and how we, children of God, in the body of Christ, in this day and age, deal with exactly the same thing that Joshua dealt with in the first chapter of the book that's named after him. So if you have your Bible, please turn with me to Joshua chapter 1. And I'm going to read, um, actually what I, what I want to read is 8 and 9, okay? So Joshua chapter 1, verses 8 and 9. It says right here, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Verse 9, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So these verses, if you have been in a charismatic church like I have, these verses are used as a confession. In other words, you say them over yourself and over your family so that you remember to do what they say. So what is it saying? It's saying that you want to have good success. And if you have good success, the way to do that is to be strong and very courageous and to meditate on the word day and night. Now, this says the book of the law, but we can use this for the word of God. Actually, in the Greek Septuagint, the word is actually the book of the teachings. And so we can look at this as the book of the teachings. And this is what the book of the teachings is. And so what we want to do then is we want to meditate in it day and night. But what I want you to notice is that is the situation that Joshua's in. Now, Moses has died, and Joshua was in that first expeditionary group that went into the land of Canaan and did not become negative about what God had told them to do. Yes, there were giants in the land. Yes, there were lots of people in the land. But Joshua and another man um, went in, and they saw what was in the land, and they were not discouraged by it, where everybody else from the ten spies was. And so God said, because you guys have brought a bad report back to the children of Israel, therefore only Joshua and Caleb will live, and then all of the children of this wicked people will go into the promised land, but the people themselves will not. And so God was very, very upset. So Moses led the people around for about 40 years, and then Moses dies. And then God says to Joshua, well, Moses is dead, and now it's your turn. 
and he's telling him what, I, what he wants him to do. He wants to lead the Israelites into the land of Canaan. But if you look in the first chapter of Joshua, what you see is that God says you and all this people. He says, every place that you set the sole of your foot, I have given to you. And then he says, no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. And then he talks about being strong and of good courage. And he says, do everything that you were commanded to do by Moses. And then he says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Right. And so what we find here is that God is giving instruction to Joshua so that Joshua can lead the people. This is exactly what happens in the body of Christ. We have to have the word of God for ourselves before we can lead anybody else into the inheritance that God is giving them. We have to experience the inheritance ourselves. It's like, it's like not eating your own cooking. If you will cook up a meal that looks wonderful but you won't touch it, I'm not going to eat it either. And that's exactly the principle that is exhibited in Joshua 1. God is saying, I am going to give you this inheritance and you're going to give the people their inheritance. In other words, my gift, meaning God, God's gifts, God's blessing are going to come through a man. And so that's what we find even now in the New Testament, this side of the cross, that the gifts and the calling of God, even though they're without repentance, they typically come through a man. I'll give you a really great example. Have you ever heard that story of the gentleman who was caught in a flood? It's, a, it's kind of an old tale about not recognizing the hand of God when it's given to you. So this man is caught in a flood and he prays for God to save him. Before the flood water gets up to his door, he has a neighbor come by with his car and says, Hey, load your stuff. Let's go before the flood gets here. And the guy says, No, no, no. I've prayed. I'm waiting for God. Well, then... The water gets up a little bit higher to where he has to go to the second floor and his neighbor comes by with a boat and he says, hey, come on, let's go, I'll save you. And he says, no, 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 I'm waiting for God. So then the water gets all the way above the roof of the house and they send a helicopter to save this guy and he says, no, 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 I'm waiting for God. Well, he drowns and he goes to heaven and he says, God, I prayed and I waited for you. Where were you? And God says, I sent three people. Well, the point of that story is that God works through people. He doesn't have to. He chooses to. He wants to work with people. And one of the ways that he does that, in fact, the only way that he does that is he moves through a person and that person experiences the blessing of God and then pours it out. There is one exception to this. I have seen people who can pray for other people, who can prophesy to other people, who can teach other people in the body of Christ, but they themselves can't receive an answered prayer. They themselves can't receive prophecy. And that has to do with how loving they are. The Bible says in Corinthians that if you don't have love, it won't profit you anything. It'll profit the other person, but not you. The point is that God wants all of his blessings, all of his callings to go through you, or go to you, excuse me, and then through you. And that's what we see in Joshua 1. We're going to get into the rest of this chapter. It's really, really good. And you're going to understand how to not only manifest the inheritance that God has given you in terms of blessings, but you're also going to learn how to manifest it through other people and to, excuse me, to other people and what that looks like. So stick with me in the next few episodes and we will discuss further Joshua chapter 1. Remember, the most important thing in the world is that Jesus loves you, and I love you too.